0: Hello, hello, hello. What is up? I am back from the crypt that I buried myself in, and I'm here now. (laughs) Sorry that I fucked off for, I think, like two weeks this time. I really, I'm working on this. I do apologize, though, because my goal is to create a lot more structure and stability around the way that this comes out. Um, I'm just kind of fucking around with it on my end a lot, because, yeah, it's my vulnerability, as we know. So... I'm super glad that you're here. I really appreciate everybody who's been hanging out with me from the beginning and even just like throughout this process who's popped in on the journey. Um, welcome, welcome. And you are super valid. I love you all. Uh, yeah, so we're going to shift it up a little bit. I think I've had some like ridiculous expectations on myself and what this podcast like needs to look like. And just like, I always think of things in like a big box capacity sometimes when like I'm starting them. And that's probably why I overwhelm myself immediately. Um <laughs> So I'm like, oh my God, I need to be making like fucking two hour episodes or some shit that I think I did before. Um, But I think I'm just trying to reduce my expectations a little bit so this doesn't become something that I avoid because it's something I am really passionate about doing and I love doing it when I'm doing it. Um, I just get all up in my head about it. So I'm trying to shake it up for myself. Um, I think what I'm going to do is make it into a smaller episode and just make it more about like a reading and talking about something that's going on within that so that I can help you guys connect a little bit more dots in your own lives Um, and still talking about like astrology and neurodivergence and fucking narcissists and all that good shit that we love talking about. Um, But yeah, just kind of messing with the formatting a little bit so that it's not uh, an overextension of myself. Um, Yeah. And also what I think I'm going to do for the readings I do in this podcast, I think I might just do like a teaser video or two on the TikTok account and then... The rest will just be uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast. Um, And if you want more readings, I always put up more readings on my TikTok every day. So if you want to go check that out, that's Cosmic Queer Witchery. Um, And same name for my Etsy if you feel like supporting my art. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Without further ado, let's jump into a reading. I'm going to pull out my... I have a new deck, a universe oracle deck that my partner got me for my birthday in May get that shit going first because I think it's uh it's going to be relevant to us we're officially coming into Mercury Retrograde tomorrow I believe this weekend here uh, May 29th until June 22nd nothing to fear you've done this a bajillion times and it's just going to be bringing out any remaining stuff that needs to be cleared, any final tests you just need to finish up on. Um, But you've already done this before, so you know what to do. It's just about like proving your consistency. (laughs) So like, here we are, you know, showing up. (laughs) Oh, if you can't laugh. Okay. So let's see here. What does this deck have to say? What guidance do the folks listening to this right now need to hear? Woo! Okay. I am the loving energy of the universe. Okay. It's very important, actually, as a side note, um, when you are using your affirmation, saying it from an I am perspective is really powerful um, because you're stepping away from the detachment and the duality of like an ego, a higher self, all these guides, all these angels, all of these things at the same time, um, because you're still all of this. You're still the universe. So you are the loving energy of the universe. The presence of love will always cast out fears. So if you've been struggling with that, that heaviness, that anxiety, that like impending doom feeling the something is coming, but I don't know what it is. So I'm going to panic. Um, know that just like bringing love to that situation, bringing love to yourself, your inner child, the things around you, the things that you care about um, and just existing as beautifully as possible um, for yourself, that will that will eradicate the fear and it will help others see the way that's kind of how you can become a bit of a light for others throughout this fun process um let's see i always trust the direction of the universe and know i'm being guided so it's okay to to trust when your intuition tells you something or to trust when like you feel a bit more than a nudge or even just a nudge right and like we talk ourselves out of a lot of shit and that's just other people's projections right so like make sure that you're boiling that down and and acting on the beliefs that you carry not somebody else's projected beliefs you know what i'm saying True healing occurs when I give myself permission to feel whatever feelings live below the triggers. That's a really beautiful thing, honestly, because when you when you don't just respond to a trigger with numbing it or with anger, fear, running away from it, shutting down, dissociating, um, all of that shit. Like when you step away from that and you actually just allow yourself to feel profoundly... That's all that needs to happen. Like all that needs to happen is that you need to stop running. And so it's it's a very powerful thing. And that's ah, sorry. Oh, oh, my feelings. Okay. Through prayer and meditation, I create a ripple effect of peace in the world. So you emit the peace that you will get from that moment with yourself and share that with others. In any moment, in any moment, I can surrender to the powerful presence of love through prayer, contemplation, and stillness. And, like, prayer doesn't have to be, like, the religious view of it. It can be more, like, praying to yourself. Just the act of, like, connecting to that inner self. That's just kind of a word for it. But it doesn't have to have the connotation of religion or anything like that. Because I know, I know about religious trauma. Um, But you can still connect to this entire, like, source energy this universal energy and if anything just to your own energy just to like my own journey right knowing what you're going to be doing um you can surrender every single time you start to panic and just work through until you can really let go because like it's one thing to say you're surrendering it's another thing for that to actually happen and that's kind of like the whole battle here right this whole time is us just trying to fucking figure out what we're doing okay that's a uplifting start to this lovely message i'm gonna pull out the tarot and we're gonna do a nice in-depth reading there um and then after that we're going to i wanted to talk a bit more about narcissists today because that's my favorite thing to talk about um just talk about more of their cycles what that looks like so that the folks who are like working on identifying that right now if they're making changes like We're at a big ending of karmic cycles, a big ending of like a lot of cycles (laughs) for everybody. A lot of pain cycles has been coming up in the readings. So I know that people are contemplating. So I want to make sure that I'm giving you as much information as I can so that you can make a good decision Um, or at least be able to identify more of the factors, you know, just want to shine a light for you. So as I shuffle these cards, I'm thinking about what guidance you guys need to hear right now what messages you might have missed in the last little while, what you need to know coming into this weekend, or whenever you hear it, but I feel like we're kind of, like, on the precipice of something amazing right now, like, I feel like life isn't going to be the same next week, you ever feel that, <laughs> I'll check in next week, or, like, three years when I come back for the next episode, and we will see if it's any different. <laughs> So what do the energies checking out this podcast need to know for today, what do we think? Mm -hmm. All right, you guys need to know, oh, all right. All right, folks, we've got the King of Wands out. So we've got a king showing up. Someone is getting into their king energy, like, right now. I don't know why is it right now, but you're welcome for that, Jim. Di- oh, okay. Oh, shit. What the fucking hell? <laughs> All right. The entire deck just shit itself. Please hold. We will resume in a moment here. Let me just pause. Alright, so we are (laughs) back in action. I have 5 million cards, not actually as much as I've always had come out, like I've had like a whole half-deck readings before, Uh, but I have a good chunk, you know? Um, There's a bunch I haven't looked at yet, I have the Queen of Arrows out and a couple blind cards that were beside her, so I'm kind of like saving those right now. Um, I'm just gonna see if there's any more cards to pull before I start digging into these, just so that I can be done with getting them off the floor, you know? okay eight of pentacles paid work skill development Fuck yes okay any other messages that those listening to this reading need to know when they get it dang oh my gosh you guys i'm like freaking out i feel like i'm starting to get excited for you but like really start There's a shit ton to be excited for. Anything else? For it? Let's fucking oh my god. <laughs> Four of Stones protection is this one that went a flying. It like Dukes of Hazard did over my arm there. A fucking horse it's the Knight of Pentacles. Of course it's a horse just hauling ass. Like throwing himself. Okay. Woo! Anything else we need before I start to attempt this? Spirit, don't mind Florence and the machine in the background. I'm having a fucking day, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. All right, is that my last one? Any final messages? Spirit? Let's try. All right, all right. Dedication going on. Fucking Woodward. Welcome back, sir. Okay. Respect. Oh. Interesting. Okay, so like, I need to, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm gonna grab a sip of water here. Hold on. Alright. I just, okay. <laughs> I got the Woodward here, the Woodward card. I'll like show it on the video here and I got the nine of bows, which is the respect card. And like, look at how similar, (laughs) look at how similar even their faces are. Like, that's the same dude. Like he's holding a big stick. He's holding a big stick. Like, you know, it's, it gives me the impression that the woodward, like the divine masculine energy here. Cause like, am I right? Um, is coming forward and demonstrating a lot of respect to uh, the feminines. I think the feminines have earned a shit ton of respect. And I think that one of the main sources of like it sharing that respect with them is the divine masculine is that Woodward energy. So I think that's like super dope. And I'm really excited about that. So expect that. (laughs) Expect to like hear about how awesome you're doing because you're doing it beautifully and I'm super proud of you. Okay. Let's try to understand what the fuck is going on here. Because y'all had some shit to say? I clearly have sat down on this collective reading for too long, uh, avoiding it. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna grab them and go. Okay, so the reunion card. (laughs) Should I just, like, reclassify this in the comedy section? Because I'm just sitting here giggling the whole time and I'm not actually functioning as, like, a podcaster. Um, okay, so Six of Cups Reunion card. So this is a card that if you, like, are following me on my, like, TikTok channel or whatever, you know the channel. Um, you know how it's, like, every fucking time I pull this card. Yeah, so it's it's this moment for us. <laughs> um, I think this has been a recurring because there is imminent reunion coming. Like, it's impending. Like, as fast as that horse just, like, sliding across my arm there. So... I think, um, like, I keep wanting to say, like, mark my words, there's going to be imminent reunion happening. And I think I think it's the beginning of the Twin Flame massive union level. Like, I think it's coming. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Like, I could be full of shit. Who knows? I'm just kind of, like, saying the words in my head right now. But whatever. Um, so with the reunion card, we also have the King of Swords, the Kingfisher here. Um, so an air sign, king energy. So someone is leveling the fuck up. So um, also when I talk about or mention like the signs or like the energy sport or whatever, um, just know that that could be applying to the person that you're thinking about or whatever. So it could apply to like their sun sign. It's But like, eh, that's kind of like an ego thing. But it helps to like first identify someone. But I usually like look at that as like, what is someone's moon rising or Venus signs? And how do those... of connect because that's kind of how i perceive like the way that the energy comes through when it's about certain things so if it's like a love reading i'm gonna be more thinking of like moon and venus first and then risings as well but like i'm not going to be too worried about what the rest of their placements are when you're thinking about what that's going to look like um so in this case this is like some leveled up masculine air king energy and that's what's coming in for reunion here because those two cards are connected We also have the nine of arrows here, so swords. Um, This is all about dedication. So there's going to be, there's something that you're probably already dedicated to, it's yourself, it's your own growth, it's your progress, it's your spiritual progress, right? But you're also, there's gonna be newfound dedication in something. And I think it has to do with this relationship, but I think it's also just like you rededicating to your actual purpose and to why you're here and standing in that and holding onto that responsibility with pride instead of feeling like it's a burden. Cause she's kind of like picking these things up like it's a violin, it's like a bow and arrow. And she's just like lovingly calmly just picking up all this chaos around her. And it's kind of like, that's the divine feminine energy right now. They're just like, well, uh, but everything is in shambles from like the last 95 tower moments I had back to back for the last two years, but like, hey, I'm just gonna like pick it up and nurture it and whatevs and just transmute that back into love. That's just all that's happening. Um, but it's it's that energy that we're bringing into this, okay? Um, we also have the goddamn King of Cups and the Shaman, who are kind of interacting with each other in my desk pile um so water king energy here so this is also like emotional growth this is emotional integrity this is emotional abundance coming with this person and the shaman is spiritual abundance because they have so much knowledge and wisdom it's understanding that they are wise this is this is all of these sorry just gonna like stutter my way through this this look at these four cards king of King of Swords, King of Cups, Woodward, Shaman, Respect, all of these, these all, like, this is, this is leveled up king energy. Like, I think they're going to fucking step into their power, like, now. Like, I think that's what's happening. Like, they've made a decision. And I think we have a big level of divine masculines that have figured it the fuck out. And they're coming in hot for themselves. Holy shit, like, all of these at once? Like, no way. Okay, we have the page of bows, um, so wands, the stoat here, so like a little, like, skinnier otter noodle thing. Um, they're watching out for what's going on. This could be an energy that, like, you're feeling or perceiving around you. It could be yourself, just like any of the court cards. Same with the king and queen. It could be energies that you're embodying or that are kind of showing up around you. Um, okay, again, we have this king, or sorry, knight of stones or pentacles. This is that horse card that flew out earlier. So very rapid movement, right? And what 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 was the first card that pulled out of my reading? Was the king of fucking wands. Like, what? And, like, I... I still have so many more right here like what else is going to come out but like to me I'm like Mm-mm. this is huge this is a big deal there's something huge happening right now we have the three of arrows the swords the jealousy I think that that emotion was what was holding them back and I think they've started to fucking process it and recognize that they're jealous of an illusion they're not jealous of something that's really happening and I think that's prompting them to fucking step into this power and be like oh shit well then there's nothing fucking holding me back and they're moving forward like they're coming like oh my god four of fucking stones protection pentacles you're protected by the universe your period of struggle the eight of swords it's come to an end you are done now you're stepping out of that energy now it doesn't need to be here it doesn't serve you you figured out that that's the energy that doesn't serve you Is thinking you're a struggle thinking that that you're struggling actively, that you're surviving actively when you've been thriving. Wow, thank you guys. Let's see what this queen energy is that came out to you, remember, because we have this queen of swords here. Okay, and I have four cards that, were, that I have not flipped yet. Holy fuck. Death, the journey card. Are closing out cycles the divine feminine are closing out cycles they're coming to an end they're guided by their birds they've been guided by all the signs they've been fucking paying attention and they're closing out cycles these cycles are around frustration this is the five of swords so their cycles were constantly like build up, build up, staying in survival mode. And then like anticlimactic. There was never the follow through they needed. Even if they were clear about it, it did not come through for them. So they were frustrated by like the lack. They were frustrated by the disappointment. And that created a cycle for them, right? That's coming to an end now. And oh my goodness, divine feminines. You are so beautifully protected right now. Like, so you're going through a big transformation. Okay. And you have this stag energy here. You have like healthy ancestral masculine energy protecting you here. You have your soul family here protecting you. And you also have the guardian. And this is the great bear. Okay. So, like, there's so much. You don't even. I can't even begin to comprehend the degree to which we are protected. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing. Nothing bad. Nothing you can't handle. Every single challenge you've overcome. And that's not what this is about. But don't get in your head to fucking minimize what this actually is for you. Okay. You are divinely protected. You're so safe while you transform into this energy. Oh my goodness. Like it's like, and she's, she's a swan. So it's like you're going through like the last of like feeling like you're an ugly deafling and you're about to just like, Completely transform overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Ten of stones, home. Eight of cups, rebirth. Everything is protected here. Everything is going to be okay. It's like you're in this chrysalis. And you thought you were out. And you just need to like cook a little bit longer in the goo. Kind of like I did, right? And you've been protected so much by this this entire process, like you felt so scared, but you've been very thoroughly, profoundly protected the entire time. 10 of cups, happiness, emotional fulfillment, like 10 and 10 right there. Oh my God, we have the last king. We have the king of pentacles right here, the wolf. So we have every fucking like masculine energy. Right after that, we have the fucking blasted oak. So this is the tower card, the hanged man card. So something big is coming don't hold on too tightly to anything to anything because the tighter you you tie yourself to that tree branch the harder it'll be to get up when you have to stand back up again and if you kind of like notice that you're getting the signs of a tower now prepare yourself now loosen your grip surrender make your peace with what you need to make peace with With what this resonates with for you like right Um, The moon on water. Use your intuition, please. And this goes for all of the energies always. So please use your intuition. I know that the masculine is starting to tap more into that. And it's a beautiful thing. And in fact, it's the divine feminines thing as well. Like they, I think that's what's helped them keep faith is their intuition is knowing the times that it's been right. That's been their proof. Right. The seer, so the feminines are stepping into this, like, they're seeing clearly, right? Like, and they're seeing clearly at peace. And it doesn't mean that the masculine doesn't have these gifts as well. I'm not saying that at all. But I am thinking that, like, the feminine has embodied this energy of the seer, of this queen of swords, of this swan, right? And they're just looking at everything with peace and knowing and certainty, and no attachment to how it fucking happens, right? And that's what's going to bring it in. That's what's bringing in this new foundation of life with the Ace of Stones. I've gotten this twice now today. Um, new foundations. This is a beautiful fucking thing. Followed by new foundations in love because we also have the Ace of Cups, Waters of Life. Back to fucking back, you guys. Like, What? So you're getting, like, new opportunities to, like, build tangible wealth, but you're also getting opportunities, like, love is rushing in. Love is rushing in. And how can it not when everyone's so fucking powered up right now? Yes, a decision is being made. You have to make a decision. There are decisions being made everywhere right now about this. About this energy. We're coming to the fiery climax, right? And this is that moment. Fucking third ace in a row. Ace of arrows, the breath of life. Like sorry, in this pile there was two cards between the last ones. The breath of life. New opportunities mentally. New opportunities coming to you um, in that air energy, right? Like that sword, like tangible fucking oh my god so many opportunities for collaboration and like to do different things are coming to you right now things you've never dreamed of you're going to be in ecstasy this person is dancing this is the five of cups this is taking everything you have and being so grateful for the abundance that it is looking around and taking stock and then engaging with yourself spiritually engaging with your your spiritual connection will bring you that ecstasy That's how you, like, get high on your own supply, you know? It's that kind of concept of, like, going out and doing the ritual work because you're a temple, and you deserve to feel that level of bliss. And the final card in this reading is the green woman. And I think this is the energy that our feminines are stepping into as these masculines step into, like, this crazy-ass, all-the-fucking-king's energy and all of the masculine cards in the goddamn deck energy the feminines are turning into the green women the seers like look at how they're even standing it's so similar right look at this energy of power this feminines are stepping into that high priestess moment right and it's happening and it's about to bring so much crazy shit so much good shit buckle up get ready for the ride like i fucking love you guys this is amazing i hope you have a beautiful weekend this is so delicious so good Um, yeah, and I'm gonna jump right on in a second here and talk to you about Narcissistic Cycles, but like fuck yeah for this reading. Fuck yeah! Love it. Alright, so now that we are done that super chaotic reading that was also like fucking dope. Like I felt the energy of that reading with you guys. I'm sure you felt it with me because I was all over the place, Uh, but yeah, so. Now I'm going to, I know I was like, have a great weekend. And I know I'm like still here, hi. Um, but it's also just like in wrapping up that that uh, breathing, I very much felt like a lot of this transformation is happening over this weekend. So I was like, kind of just like, no, have a great weekend. Enjoy this transformation. Enjoy all of the, the things that are coming right now because anything that you feel like is falling apart is just coming together for you in a different way. So we don't get to see the steps along the way. We just get to see the final product. <sighs> yeah. I guess vice versa, we get to see the steps at one at a time, we don't always get to see the bigger picture. It's like, I am apparently good with words. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to also, knowing that we had this reading, I think it's perfect what I planned. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the cyclical shit that can happen when you are engaged with a narcissist. Um, So this can apply in any kind of concept where you think you're dealing with a narcissist. So like personal work relationships, like random stranger relationships, um, family, like personal relationships, like intimate type of thing too, or like friendships. Um, So it can be present anywhere. And none of this really like, it doesn't make a difference. The cycle still exists, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So when we look at a narcissist when we figure out we're in a narcissist relationship, right? So if you're like you're an empath, if you're a neurodivergent, neuro, 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 neuro. <laughs> I always say neuro, um, neurodivergent, if you um, are a star seed, a light worker, or you're anybody who like walks along that path, um, you've definitely had moments in your life where you're like, what the fuck? Like, whoops, that person's a narcissist. How did I miss it, right? How did I miss these red flags? Or how did I d- allow myself to dismiss these red flags, right? And so I think part of the reason that it can be veiled nicely for them when they're actually like in the midst of taking advantage of your energy um, is through these cycles because it camouflages what they're actually doing by keeping you emotionally confused and keeping you off your game. So that's what I'm going to talk about. It's just like a really simple cycle. I like drew it out. I'm sure it's a real thing. Like I remember studying shit about this, but I like did not feel like looking for it. I apologize. (laughs) I apologize. So I'm like, I'm just going to write it out from how I've experienced it in the past and we'll see if this resonates. Um, Okay. So when you first meet a narcissist, the reason that you don't identify that they are a narcissist off the bat, unless they're like those super obvious people, uh, but the ones who bamboozled you, usually the reason we haven't seen it is because they're so good at mimicking connection. So they will make it look look as though you guys are like star-crossed lovers or like you're a dream employee or daughter whatever the fuck right and they're like oh my god this is the best thing in the world it's so great i'm gonna crush it in my hands right so they'll have this love bombing moment with you and like love bombing is a term totally used for like narcissism but um they're going to have this period of time where they like shower you with either like with any sort of love language they they can mimic right so like it could be words of affection it could be actual gifts it could be um like praise or fuck, i don't know what else like just showering you with all this good shit, right to try to like be like make you think that there is it's like getting that dopamine off in your in your head right like it's just sending all of those those neurons that way so that it floods your system and you're like whoa this is such a great emotional response this must be love or this must be a great relationship this person must be someone i can trust look how much they care about me right because they're exploiting right then and there the care factor and that's the one thing they don't have right so they can make it look like they give a fuck because when you think that someone cares you're more likely to put up with their shit right because they're putting out that foundation of like yeah this looks like love So it's going to be safe when I fuck around later. You're just going to be like, whatever, because this person loves me profoundly because we had such a connection, right? And like, where is the connection now? So when they, they'll come in, they'll be putting energy in. You usually won't have to put in energy. They'll probably be like the ones chasing you or seeking you out to give you that attention or affection, right? So then the next thing is like, once they have you, so that'll kind of bring you into a state of like being in a relationship with this person whatever capacity right and so they'll like make you'll think everything is cool you'll think you're secure and confident in what's going on and then they're gonna like out of nowhere be a little bit critical or maybe a lot critical or they'll completely drop the whole facade it depends kind of like what (laughs) what you have on the richter scale of narcissists if you know what i mean um, so sometimes it can be really subtle. It can be like you know how like a mom, a narcissist mom dynamic with a daughter can be like that hypercritical of her appearance or of her decisions, what she's eating. So it might be like a lovingly looking comment, but it's actually really poisonous. To be like, oh, well, like are you sure you want to eat that third cookie? Like I know you said you were like self conscious at the store the other day. It could be that. And like, first of all, fucking disgusting if you do that to anybody. I hate you. <laughs> but like. It can be that subtle where you're like, oh, I think this person is trying to help me and they might just be like doing it from the right place. But it's not coming across very nicely or they they have a hard time with words like you make excuses for them. So so that's what's going to happen when they're putting in less but still some energy. The energy they do put in will be more likely to destabilize you at this time. They're going to try to like make you insecure in the connection, not in its validity, but in your it'll make you fearful of rejection from them. Like they're going to love bomb you to bring you in and then they're going to make you terrified to lose them because of how valuable that connection must be, right? So from that energy, they're not really going to put anything else in. They're kind of going to go cold from that point. It's a very hot and cold cycle. And so they're going to kind of be ambivalent and quiet they might like have different facial expressions or nonverbal communication with you um and then that's going to trigger you who's now been destabilized for a while and has been nervous about what's going on or like feeling like you're not good enough because it's really about making you think you're not good enough so that you think you're worthy of their shit right and so you're going to sit in that feeling and then start overcompensating because you've had no other energy in from them so you're starting to figure out like Okay. well, like, it must be my fault. I better start, like, being a better daughter, girlfriend, employee, sister, whatever, right? And those attempts you're going to make are usually not going to go well. (laughs) So they might be receptive to it. They might be kind to you, whatever. But it's not going to, like, set them back up because they're never going to be at the stage of love bombing you to the degree they were at the beginning. It will never be that again. It's like doing meth. There'll be one really good high at the beginning, allegedly. Sure, if it is even a good high, I don't agree with the way it's looked for people. (laughs) But like, I haven't done that. Sorry, what? (laughs) But like, it's never going to be that again. You're chasing that high. And so you're still chasing that high if you stay in this cycle. That's kind of what that means. So you're going to keep overcompensating and they're going to kind of give you breadcrumbs, not very much to work with. If anything, they might have like decided that you're too insecure now so they don't want to bother with you like it could be even like you responding to their destabilization they could be using that as a response to you i hope i'm making sense i know i'm all over the place and i'm sorry for that i just felt like it was still important even if it's messy to show up because i really just value showing up for you guys and i'm working on yeah doing that better (laughs) so the next stage here is you are drained now because you've been putting out your energy, there's been no reciprocity, there's been no um, give and take, you're feeling exhausted, frustrated, drained, all this good stuff, right? So now you get to a place where you break down, you might act out, you might um, shut down on your own end, you might start numbing, um, you might fucking call it out, depending on your personality type, Um and if that gets to a point of like acting out or whatever, eventually there's going to be a conflict or a conversation or an interaction about this, right? This is where you're going to get gaslit because they aren't going to be putting in energy, but very soon into you saying why you're like in a valid capacity as well, why you're exhausted, drained, blah, 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 blah. and explaining all this, they're going to play dumb and they're going to find the easiest possible way with the least amount of energy that they can try to gaslight or invert your theory and your validity because if they can discredit the validity of what you're saying they don't have to take accountability for it right so like that's why narcissism also goes hand in hand with like absurdism because they always say the stupidest shit but it still works because their goal is just to fucking destabilize you take you off balance throw you off your game So if you do get to that point, like sometimes it's helpful if you're navigating this, like I started writing down what I was feeling and what I needed to say before I would go and say it or bring it with me and be like, hey, I need to have a conversation, but I was worried I was going to forget or whatever. Right. Um, That way, like if they do throw you off, you can't get thrown into hysterics or you can't forget what you were trying to talk about, because sometimes they'll gaslight you and twist around what you said and throw it back at you. And then you're kind of, like, left untangling these Christmas lights of bullshit that they gave you, and you don't get to actually be heard. You don't get to finish what you needed to say or have any sort of resolution for yourself emotionally. So then you're in this, like, breakdown acting out stage, depending on how they react, whatever. um, They aren't usually going to give you too much, or they'll be defensive and self-righteous if you were able to identify something going on. without them kind of like distracting or deflecting from the actual issue at hand, then they're going to respond when they're cornered with like self righteous, like, well, you're so mean to me, you just suck or whatever. Or they'll just like talk down about who you are, your quality, your abilities, um, your skills, or they'll bring up the things that they used originally to destabilize you when they were in that critical stage of the cycle. And then use that so that if you don't feel confident, you won't maintain your goal to hold them accountable. You won't maintain your boundaries, right? Because the whole point for them is to make sure that you have as little boundaries as possible when it comes to them exploiting you for their own personal needs. So now, after you have this fight or this conflict or this exchange, whatever it might look like, you guys might go separate uh, places or wherever you are. Like if it's a work capacity, you might not have another meeting with this person or you might avoid going to meetings with them if you can whatever um, or you can be like not talking to your adult kid for a while or not talking to your spouse or whatever and so as you're in that period you're kind of cooling off you're both you're reflecting they're just sitting there being dumbasses because they're narcissists <laughs> and sorry i love you narcissist. you deserve to heal you deserve love but i'm also just like don't be a donkey like recognize the shit within yourself too and take accountability for yourself um yeah so y'all are in your corners you're kind of cooling off and it's kind of going to be like you sitting there wondering if they're ever going to come back to you or whatever that's going to look like, or is the relationship fucked, blah, blah, blah. And you might break it. But most often the narcissist will come and break it. And they'll, they'll come in with a bit of a love bombing. It'll be reminiscent of what the first love bombing was, because their goal is going to be to bring you that nostalgia to suck you right back into that cycle because they know if they can get you nostalgic and on their side again, that they can speak whatever shit they want to you and you will eat it up and believe it. And from that point on, they've got you back in the cycle and you can go critical destabilization is coming up next. And that's kind of what you can expect. And it will come in waves. It could come 80 times a day. It could happen once every two weeks that they are a little bit critical or whatever, right? So try to notice those patterns for yourself. And if you have a private place, you can write things down that you know won't be looked at or that won't like impact your safety or anything. Um, that can be a helpful way of like tracking things to help yourself prove things to yourself. Because the biggest goal of a narcissist is making you detach from your spirit, your intuition, so that you don't think you're right when you're right, so that you don't trust yourself when you know something is wrong because they're going to keep you shrouded in confusion the whole time so that you don't hold them accountable and maintain your boundaries, right? So really their worst enemy is you being connected to your goddamn intuition, right? So if you go and write things down, then you know that even if like they successfully confuse the shit out of you in every conversation, that you can still go down and write down all the weird shit they said, and then look at it when you're in a clearer headspace and put the patterns together for yourself. And then you'll start seeing where they've been absurd or um Yeah, so kind of like you can exit the cycle at any point, but like the easiest time, the most, the most like, oh, what am I trying to say here? Sorry, guys. The most graceful time to exit the cycle is in that cooling off period when you've both kind of stepped away because that's when the emotions are like still high, but they're not... um they're kind of like, buddy would expect it. And when you, you can use that to your advantage or it could be a disadvantage as well. And you can choose whatever needs to work best for you for your like safety overall as well. But like, for me, I would be leaving at the cooling off stage when we're distanced, because then I don't have to fucking tolerate them trying to come in again. And I don't have to overcome whatever that love bombing is gonna look like that time, you know? So I think like, if this is something that's been resonating for you, I would definitely say you have a narcissist in your life or it's something that you've struggled with. You might have some of these tendencies yourself. Sorry. Um, and so with that, honor that your intuition and shit brought you here and that you're not crazy for how you are perceiving relationships in your life. The gaslighting, though it is really effective, It kind of, like, it's really effective as a smokescreen, but the second you pay attention, it's nothing. You see the absurdity for what it is, you can call it out. And the second you start, like, knowing that you're not crazy by finding ways to back up your own information so that you don't have to rely on this person validating you and your credit, um, you can fucking be free. That's, That's your ticket to freedom. So, yeah. With the energy of these cards this week being, like, coming from an ending of a period of struggle and frustration and making decisions and fiery climaxes and tower moments and leading to all this beauty and happiness and joy. I think if this resonates for you, be compassionate with yourself, be compassionate throughout this process of decision-making but most of all, just listen to your intuition and really honor what your inner self is telling you needs to happen next so that you can move through this with as much ease as possible. And yeah, exits are on the middle of the aircraft. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I love y'all. I hope you have a great weekend. I will see you next week. Take care.